college is kind of like a mental dressing room. A place to try out new ideas and new mental states before you decide who you're going to be. So what do people try on? A new political stance? New personality traits? A new mind-altering substance? I'd seen the movies. Drugs are supposed to be all over college campuses. But here at Yale, who did them? And why? And what did that feel like? Curious? Let's go find out. This week we find some drugs. Or at least Chen tries to find drugs. Follow this curiosity junkie as he sees what the deal is with mind-altering substances at Yale. We'll hear from people who have smoked weed, dropped acid, snorted limes, and other drugs. How do these substances mix with the cocktail of pretentious ivory tower prestige, you may ask? Find out firsthand. You didn't think we could do a podcast about college life without mentioning drugs, even though apparently none of us have done them. Seriously, none of us have done drugs. This is episode 11, Intensive Neurochemistry. So I do cocaine, um, weed, and alcohol. This is Delilah, a regular user of cocaine. She would find it at parties and use it as often as once a week. Why? It's really fun to like be in a bathroom with someone and share that experience. But she stressed that she never does it mindlessly. Before every event, she has to have talked about it a lot during the day with a friend who's taking it with her. We have this gram. We're excited to do it. So they go to a party together and find the bathroom, go to the bathroom, where she takes out the cocaine. It's in a small glass vial, and it looks just like flour. You tap it a little bit, and you like a little pile comes out, and then you take a credit card. And then you separate the cocaine into straight, even lines. Then, just like the movies, you roll up a dollar bill. Actually, a lot of my friends use tampon applicators because it's like a plastic tube. Bet you never saw that in the movies. Imagine Patrick Bateman snorting cocaine with a tampon applicator. Well, I think from one that he was probably a closet homosexual who did a lot of cocaine at Yale thing. Yep, that's from American Psycho. But come back to the bathroom with Delilah for a second. Once you have your lines and your tampon applicator, you put one finger over one nostril and then put the tube in the other and you like snort along the line. And if there's any left, you wet your finger and you like gum it, which is like to take the powder and you put it between your gum and your teeth and it absorbs through the membrane of your lip. And it usually also makes your tongue a little bit numb. <laughs> she was so nonchalant about it that I had to ask why. I mean, cocaine's an illegal drug. You can't just take it because you like being in bathrooms with people, right? It does feel good. I mean, the side effects, as long as you're doing a low enough dose of the side effects, don't outweigh the benefits. Like, the benefits are really fun. I tried, but I couldn't get any sort of philosophical answer out of her. The closest I got was when Delilah told me that taking cocaine was kind of like drinking alcohol. I mean, you take both at parties, and they're both just meant to be fun. That was all there is to it. But cocaine seemed like child's play when Delilah told me this. 
we were talking about the drugs that we wanted to do during spring fling and i was just gonna stick with coke weed and alcohol um but then she was talking to one of her friends who had like a cocktail of drugs like acid shrooms molly xanax adderall coke and he was like like what combination should i do but then she was kind of like god like coke weed and alcohol is kind of boring yikes this rabbit hole went a lot deeper than I thought. Maybe I needed a guide? A spirit guide. I have tried most of the drugs that are like standard. It's hard to even list. I guess like molly, cocaine, acid, and then ketamine, some research chemicals, Adderall, Vyvanse, obviously, speed, the stimulants, uh, Xanax, Ativan. Uh, Clonopins, the downers. I've had a foray in most of the departments, I'd say. Meet Emily. She proudly holds the title of... Other People's Drug Spirit Guide. And that title's not for nothing. Okay, as my time as a drug spirit guide, there have probably been over 70 people who have asked me for advice. So if anyone could tell us about drugs, it's Emily. Let's start off with a basic question. Why do you take them? They make you see differently. Not all the time, but at least in that moment, which I think is valuable. Also, there was an article that came out like two days ago that had proof of like higher level of consciousness that occurs in the brain when you're on acid. The study she's talking about is out of Imperial College London and the University of Sussex. Basically, they took a couple of people, gave them some acid, and stuck them into a brain scanner. The study found that while tripping, your brain communicates a lot more unpredictably than normal. That's mathematically a higher level of consciousness, although I'm doing some pretty heavy air quotes in the studio. That's because, though different parts of your brain are communicating than usual, who knows what that really feels like? Maybe we should ask. I looked at the shower mat, which was white with dirt on it, and then I remember it was moving in the acid visual style way. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I am tripping. Short of taking it yourself, the only way to figure out what it's like to be on drugs is to ask someone else who's been on them before. So I asked Emily to describe to me what it felt like to be on a couple different drugs. Um, after you take Xanax, usually you feel more relaxed. Suddenly you think that your problems are not as urgent as they were when you were anxious or like before. Um, you can be more forgetful, but it's kind of like in a silly way. Molly gives you a sense of like wellness with the world. Like you feel happy and you feel more like, I am so happy. Why would I be stressed about my problems? And you also feel a lot of affection for those around you, like your friends. So people will be like, oh, I love you. Like, our friendship is so great. And so it can actually be good for friendships because then people, like, that stays. It's not like it goes away. Being on acid is super interesting, though. You... I can't... There's, like, a lightness in your head that I can't quite explain. Um, that becomes like a part of your whole state and that's how you know that you're on it and it's not like wild everything's melting all the time but it depends on what you take like you can get visuals and if you like 
stare at something for a while, then it'll start like waving, like shifting. Things can kind of melt sometimes if you look at them. But I've heard that you're not really supposed to get like full on like hallucinations. It's more just like visual distortions. When you're on acid, different parts of your brain communicate that don't otherwise. And so you do think a little bit differently. And it's, that's how you can be introspective with it. And I asked Delilah to do the same for cocaine. I definitely felt like an elevated mood and my mouth was moving fast. Like I was just more talkative um, and I was really confident. And then I started dancing and I would just, you know, talk to a lot of people. Um, but not anything completely mind altering, more just like mood elevating. These descriptions were pretty helpful for us uninitiated. Although, they sounded a little lifeless here in the studio. I needed something a little more real. Earlier, I think someone mentioned Spring Fling. Let me give you a little more detail on that. So Spring Fling is this concert that Yale throws every year, right before finals period of spring semester. We book acts like Macklemore and Janelle Monet or Tori Lane, and they come play for us on our big quad. For most students, Spring Fling is kind of an all-day marathon of drinking and drug use. So I just put out a request. Would anybody be willing to let me follow them around with a tape recorder as they took drugs? Uh, so in a couple minutes, going to drop four tabs of acid, and then another friend of mine is going to drop three with me, so I'll have a tripping buddy. The answer was yes. Uh, so last Spring Fling, I actually did five. So this is, this is me scaling it back a little bit. And this is Chad. His buddy's name is Roger. They're getting ready to drop some acid for Spring Fling. Yeah, so right now I'll just open up the bag right now. It's a clear plastic bag, a uh, little thing of tin foil in here. Um, opening up the tin foil. Got a white strip of paper. Um, to most people, it's very unassuming. Just like a strip of paper. Um, and so this is supposed to be seven, so we're gonna split it not halfway, but that much. And I'm just gonna cut it right there. This is your three. You wanna say something? Just um, thankful for being in a good place right now. Feel good. Um, it's gonna be a trip. Um, um, I think it's going to go well. Good, positive energy going out there, so. Yeah. Um, not just yeah. a trip, your trip, you know, right. you guide it, this is yours. You're the one in control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At all times, you're just on the truck. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, yeah. right. Cheers. And then you just put it underneath your tongue. And you just let it. That's it. Well, 15 minutes at least. Some people spit it out if it doesn't dissolve. I like to let it dissolve and kind of like chew it up, swallow it. Turns out Chad knows a lot about acid. So like one tab is cool because it puts you in the head place. Two tabs is cool because it like intensifies the head space with a little bit more visuals. Third tab, I feel like you're hitting like nice visuals. Four tabs, you're like, oh, this is this is great. This is something else. This is a special memory. And like once you start to drift into like that cherry choice, like all right, cool, we. It was something a little bit different than usual. Though he didn't say so, I got the sense that Chad had that scale from personal experience. 
this definitely wasn't the first time he'd ever tried acid. Although, that story is a little too good not to share with you. The first time Chad ever did acid? He was on a first date in a Thai restaurant. About three times one day, I was like, well, let's drop one, see what happens. And so I remember, like, we were at, a, was it Bangkok Gardens? And we were, like, sitting there eating dinner, and, like, I'm sitting there eating, like, my chicken pad, too, and see you. And then, uh, like, I just realized, like, man, like, this red, like, handkerchief napkin thing is, like, really red. And I told her, I was like, yo, this thing is, like, mad red. Like, you see this? Like, this is beautiful. And she was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, man, this is crazy. And I remember, like, I was kind of just, like, moving my, my food around on, like, my plate because, I, like, I wasn't really hungry. I was, like, starting to, like, feel it and shit. I was, like, getting a little woozy. I was, like, and so, like, yeah, can I get a box and go? And so, I so, yeah, so I had to, like, sit there with her. And she was, like, wait, so you tripping? And I was, like, yeah. She was, like, for your first time? And I was, like, yeah. So, like, I, she was, like, what are you feeling? So I'm trying to, like, explain everything I'm feeling and shit. And I was, like, like it, was, it was stupid. I was, just, I was stupid as, like, kid. And uh, she walked me to class. She sat in the empty room next door, waited till I got out of my first section, then walked me to my second section. Uh, waited till I got out of third one, because she also had section in the same building, and then she walked me home afterwards. Very nice, very nice time. It was, it was an interesting experience. I went to the bar afterwards. I wrote a paper that night, got an A on it. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, it was a cool experience. He told me that story while we were both sitting on his stoop. According to Chad, the acid would take around half an hour to 45 minutes to really kick in. This is called the come-up when the drug gradually enters your system. I was determined to sit there and document the whole thing. Here's about half an hour in. Things start getting a little bit more shiny. It's like that scene from like Twilight, where like Edward takes off his shirt. Oh. <laughs> and he's like glistening in the sun. And, you're like... and 20 minutes later. The sun is just sparkling, bro. It's like that car right there is like, the, like, the sunlight off the car is just like, man, that's dazzling. Like, Things are like HD, like HD, D, D, like H, H, high, high, high definition. Because like, yeah, like it's the same shit. Like I'm still seeing like the same trees, same flowers, but like, yo, like that pink or that like color has like never looked more beautiful like in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like they just look so soft and so beautiful. Damn. Then they got up to go to a party. The walk there took longer than expected because Chad kept getting distracted. Man, what the fuck? Oh my god, it was this one over here I was just on earth. Look at this beautiful blend. Like, what is this? Man, nice, like, so rich red. Like a, a fiery yellow on the end of it. Oh, man. <laughs> what were they seeing in that flower? Standing there watched him flip out, I started to see the appeal of what Emily had called seeing things differently. I mean, I don't think any flower could have entranced me as completely as this pretty normal looking flower was doing to them. Alright, but this is Yale. Yale's a little hard. You can't just get by staring at flowers all day. How did these people get any work done? Delilah has a story. I have two friends that are able to smoke and do their homework, which is insane to me. But they like smoke three times a day and they have straight A's and um, they go to office hours. And like, I barely do that. and <laughs> I don't smoke during the day. 
they're like taking five classes. Usually they're able to, to read a novel when they're high. And that's insane. One of them translates Greek when she's high. Jeez. I guess the Ellie's are even more overachieving than I thought. When I was talking to Chad, he mentioned that for his spring break, My ass went back home and wrote my thesis. And so every single day I woke up with a, coffee, a cup of coffee and a spliff. And so like, my mom's is like telling me like, oh, you can't go out and do this. And it was like, moms, I was able to get high and write my entire thesis. Well, it beats me as to how they can be productive and take drugs. I mean, I rarely get all my homework done and I don't even take anything. But while we're on potential downsides, these drugs are mind-altering substances. Shouldn't they be dangerous? I asked Chad about this. Yeah, so I liken it to Star Wars a lot. Like, uh, like there's a dark side of the force. Right, exactly. That you really just don't sense. fuck with. Like, don't fuck with. Like, when you feel it approaching, it's like, no, 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 good thoughts only, good thoughts only. Because, like, once you get caught up in the dark side, you get, like, cycled in them thoughts. You don't, you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. That's a bad trip. That and other potential side effects of drugs are all over pop culture. Knowing this, why do these Yale students keep taking drugs? It seems kind of dangerous. The drug comes like with a lot of like power, you know what I'm saying? Like the substance comes with a lot of force. Um, like it's nothing to be taken lightly of, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so like, it's how you treat it, I guess. It's like the way it treats you as well. Respect the drug. Treat it with the care and caution that it deserves. For example, Delilah closely monitors how much cocaine she has. And Chad is very careful about not mixing drugs. Because if you mess up, well, here's Chad again. Yeah, so I will briefly touch on it, because I don't like to reopen uh, wounds and stuff, right? So like breakups and things, right? Um, you start to think like, ah, oh, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with the world? Like, what the fuck am I doing here? Uh, like this whole person that like was my world, was my life. Uh, kind of like gone, right? It's like I'm missing a large part of like who I was. It's like an identity. It's like you really start to get caught up in those thoughts. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and it's not a good place to be. He's alluding to a bad trip he had. Just like anywhere else, at Yale, drugs like ecstasy, cocaine, LSD, or marijuana are used mostly for fun. Though there's evidence that their negative side effects are taken very seriously. I'll let our drug spirit guide, Emily, have the last word. Just encourage people to have an open mind toward drugs, but also make sure you're informed, know the right setting, know your doses, know who you're doing it with, and otherwise, oh, and remember that it's all in your head. Here's a bit of a postscript. Both Delilah and Emily told me that they were planning on cutting down their drug use. I'm already kind of feeling like I'm slowing down a little bit. I don't know, like I just don't go out as much anymore. Like I'm, I don't really like frat parties anymore. Delilah told me she was cutting down from once a week to once a month or every two months. Emily said that she doesn't seek out drugs herself, so post-graduation, it should be harder for drugs to find her. Neither of them seem very concerned about not having drugs anymore. In fact, neither of them seemed to care about doing or not doing drugs. To them, it just wasn't a big deal. This led me to conclude that drugs are just a byproduct of college. As natural as naked parties or never meeting your roommate. Though, those are topics for other episodes.
Undergraduate Admissions was produced in English 471 at Yale University. Special thanks to our professor, Mark Oppenheimer, and to our audio gurus, Brian Paz and Phoebe Petrovic. I would also like to thank WIBC XL Radio, whose studios are recorded this piece in. To hear more episodes, check us out at uapodcast.com. If you have questions or comments, shoot us an email at uathepodcast at gmail.com. That's uathepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.